to the Love Hate Movie Reviews Podcast. We're your hosts, Jay and Sherry. All right, welcome to another episode. We are back today and we're talking about Creed 3. It came out on March 3rd, so Jay, take us off with the synopsis. Still dominating in a boxing world, Adonis Creed is thriving in his career and his family life. When Damien, a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces after serving time in prison. He's eager to prove that he deserves a shot in the ring. The face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien, a fighter who has nothing to lose. Alright, so for people who haven't seen the movie yet, because I think Jay is jumping a gun in some of our comments, so we're starting, we're starting over, okay? <laughs> so... First of all, let's let's go to where we pick up Adonis. So this is after the second movie. Obviously, now he's the big dog. He's um he's the champ. Okay. And he has done well, you know, all the fights, everything. And we're picking him up in retirement. So he's done fighting at this point in time. And I think that's important um to talk about before we really jump into the spoilers, because that this part is not really a spoiler, but right, just to get an right idea now. of kind of where he is in his life. His daughter is older. I think she's like in elementary school. I'm going to say she's like 10 because she looks 10, but I think she's older. Uh, his wife isn't really like she's not performing anymore. Um, so they're just in a different stage in their lives when his friend gets released from prison. So just to paint the picture in real, in reality, you know, imagine that you're doing great, you're successful, and your childhood friend pops up on you, and they've been in jail for 18 years. And all these memories and all these things that happen to you, because I, I think this movie does a good job of letting us know kind of what his struggle was before Marianne came and got him in the first movie, and what he was going through, and what his life was like, and how you know, his boxing career has kind of so far removed him from that world. And now he's being thrust back into these emotions and things that he's never dealt with. So now we're going to talk about how that was portrayed in the movie. And then also, this is Michael B. Jordan's first time directing a movie. Um, so it's interesting to see what his style is. And... There were a lot of good things that I liked, but one thing that Jay pointed out was that Ryan Coogler was executive producer on this movie. And some of the scenes were very Ryan Coogler style. <laughs> so my only argument um, is that although visually it was cool, especially for a boxing movie, um, it looked, there were, obviously the boxing scenes looked like it was a live boxing um show that you would see on Showtime or HBO or wherever on pay-per-view. I don't know what they call it these days, but I think it's still pay-per-view. Um, but those scenes were, were great. So now we're going to kick into the spoilers because we're going to talk about some of the things that we really liked. So one thing that I did like personally is that they went a little further into his childhood we got to see a little bit more yeah, than the first couple movies. You know, the typical, I guess, troubled child. Because, yes, he was in a better living situation. But he was still dealing with problems from 
his childhood and past issues. And then, of course, the movie does address that. And I liked how his wife was really open to, like, actually wanted to, like, hear yeah. what happened. That was good. She didn't, like, throw it back in his face or, like, berate him for it. She really wanted to know. Tells but I think, I think that came from her own walk with her reality by this point. Because, you know, we find out she's not performing anymore because of her hearing issues. Mm-hmm. It's just, it created more problems for her, for her hearing um, than anything. So she had to step back from that and be a producer and a songwriter and essentially hear other people sing her songs and what, she's not uh, able to do it anymore. What did Damien say? Just having someone else perform your own song. Basically yeah. living your own dream. It was a good parallel. Right, right. But it was it was also Damien interesting members. what she said to him because, you know, that's something that he was currently struggling with because he felt like Adonis was living the life that he should have been living. Um, and he was salty about it. But she wasn't. She was in a peaceful place about it. She felt like, you know, that's that's not the space that I'm in right now you know and that's just life that's right. just what happens just, and she got, was trying accept, to get him to right, understand that and accept you know where you're at and he wasn't having none of right. that because damien wasn't coming to a point of you know like this is where i'm at now but i still would like a shot in a good way he was definitely just trying to hurt adonis and, and he just, felt like he was old i feel old, like in a definitely. lot of ways he felt like he was old that and adonis was the person to give it to him and that wasn't the case right, he but, didn't want to earn it. but this is like, why this is... i say people need therapy because at the end of the day he was just a hurt they showed it little a hurt boy kid. and he felt betrayed by the one person that he really trusted mm-hmm. um and that was adonis but i think the way it shows up on screen um was well done it was well done because Adonis is coming from a place of, you know, this is my boy. I'm going to help him out. Yeah. Um, you know, do do what's right. And then, of course, that just takes a complete left turn. Because exactly. sometimes, another good thing it showed is sometimes you got to leave what's in the past in the past. Exactly. His mom was telling him that. And that he, he that's real. That's real. Right. That's real world. Sometimes, no matter how long you've known someone, uh, how good y'all may have been in the past, sometimes you got to just leave things where it is and that movie the movie really showed what happens when you don't when you because don't. then everything after that just started to just completely fall apart right which is which is a good um a good point a good thing to point out the actors now you are not a jonathan majors fan if you do not know about him in lovecraft country now in lovecraft country he was the protagonist he was the hero Loved him, and now I love to hate him because he he takes that villain. villain to just a whole nother level. And you know somebody's a good actor when they can make you hate them. Hate them, and you see them, and you see them. And I know everybody's like, "Oh, he looks so good in that movie." Yes, his body he looked very good. He, but he was the villain to me, and I could not get past that. And that was just how good he was acting that role because it was just like, how dare you treat Adonis like this? Like, <laughs> like you, you need to grow up. You need to get over it. Like I was just so mad. So he he did a really good job of bringing that character um, to life and being like, this you know, the dirty, hurt, sleazy, like yeah, hurt. Uh, do ex- whatever. 
we'll do, do whatever, whatever it takes, it takes. yeah did, to get what he thought he, he was owed there was a moment where he had and this is something i didn't even realize until remember the mom brought the pictures oh yeah had a prison buddy of his break drago's arm yeah yeah so, so it was, was all calculated he had a, mm-hmm. a ulterior motive um to how he was gonna get the throne as he saw it and and get the position and the things that he thought he was owed so i when it comes to acting i think he did an amazing job and like i said if you don't know him from lovecraft country you're not a real jonathan majors fan you're not a real fan because you it, it just shows to his acting how good it is because he can go from being this character that you're rooting yeah, for. It's extremely charismatic, like yeah, and person. he's like likable person, hero of the story. Like he's helping everybody out and just has a huge heart. And then here he is in this in this other role as Damien, where it's like, oh, I really don't like him. <laughs> so, um, and as far as Michael B. Jordan as Adonis, I think he's embodied that character and. um you know, I, I've always thought, especially in his most recent movies, because Jay and I have been following Michael B. Jordan since... Um, oh, can I? Yeah. If you don't Chronicle. know Michael B. from since Chronicle, if you don't know him <laughs> from Fruitvale Station, please have yourself a seat. You yeah, are not a real yeah. Michael B. Jordan yeah, fan. So, and I will not sit for the slander, for the Michael B. slander. <laughs> I will not at all. So I think, I think he did an awesome job like Rocky. So as much as I love the Rocky movies, I think that Creed has done a good job becoming its own thing. And in this third movie, Michael B. Jordan really, in his directing of the movie, really did that for Creed and making it its own thing separate from the Rocky movies. And the third movie even showed how he... He's now his own person. And at the end of the movie, they say, you know, the legacy continues. But now he's the face of the legacy where before he was just in his dad's shadow. And now he proved to himself he's on that. that he he's he's the man. So I think Damien helped kind of bring that out of him. But Jay and I were just like, we really hope that he's retired now because <laughs> Let's not let's not go through That's another right. uh, uh, Rocky fiasco yeah. with continuing boxing and then losing everything. Um, I don't want to see Creed go down like that. Oh, like what happened with Paulie? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't want to see him lose let's, everything. Let's stay, let's stay on because I could just have a separate podcast about how much I hated Polly's character altogether. So let's just stay on. <laughs> let's stay on track. So do you want to uh, talk about the tragic thing that happened in Creed three? I know, okay. I know it's difficult for you to say, Jay. Especially because, like, I just as a, <laughs> loved her as a character and never met her in real life, but she seems like a really sweet lady. Yeah. So, Felicia Rashad, Mama Creed, does yeah, pass Marianne on. Passed yeah. on. She does pass on in this movie. And when I tell you the scene between, the exchange between him and him her. Him and her, yeah. Oh, my, from deep. my own personal experiences, oh, my goodness. Was I was, I, no lie, this grown man was fighting back tears in the movie theater. <laughs> When that happened, I think we have another candidate for maybe best supporting actress. Just saying, <laughs> that was yeah, whew. it was good. It was good, and I think um, having that final um, moment was mm-hmm. something that he needed. But when I he needed to hear that him coming into her life actually changed her life, I, and yeah. it and it was something that she cherished. I feel like they both needed it. Yeah, 
And yeah. when I'll tell you, I'll just sit in the theater. Because at that like, point, I think for the longest, he was feeling like, you know, the outcast kid. And yeah. she was just taking pity on him. And I think that was a moment where he really felt her like, love. Oh, wow. like she, but yeah, of yeah. course, we were upset that she Said, died. Why? What? Why Mama Who Creed? signed off on why, that? Why Mama Creed and not Rocky? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm in the theater. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But definitely... But it was Whew, character. It was the character development that he needed. Mm-hmm. Um, further face, gave him that extra to face boost. his past once and for all. Gave um, him that extra motivation he needed. I did love how his wife was all about after that happened. Like the day of his mom's funeral, she was all about him talking about his feelings and you know, okay, um, With talking me, things out, and then goes to say. You need to be this you man. Need, you, need to, you need to work because some <laughs> That's people. That's what you need to do. That's some people only listen. Some people only listen if you give them a whooping. But like I said earlier, what I really, really loved about her character was that she was willing to listen. A lot of people, yeah. When it comes to opening up, a lot of people, when it comes to how you do it, it like they they react differently because it's not how they think you should have opened up to them. But I like yeah. that she was just susceptible to it, and she just sat and she listened and was like, "Well, let's talk. What happened?" Uh, the movie showed what happened. I still think there was some underlying stuff that they didn't go all the way into. Yeah, I think I think they definitely. They pulled. They um, once pulled he finally said that this guy was um, physically abusing them, like beating them up and then forcing them to fight each other, mm-hmm. um, it it definitely made sense why he was a fighter and why he was the way he was. But I can only imagine, I think they left that out on purpose because this is something that in the, in the childcare system and in the foster system, like foster kids have talked about, you know, the things that happen to them in these homes. Mm -hmm. And I think they left a lot of it, the rest of it up to imagination, but it was something that impacted him so badly that all he knew was to fight. And, you know, it what what happened to his foster dad that caused uh Damien to get locked up and all that. Um, yeah, I don't feel sorry for that man. No, no, no. But it it leads to say, you know, how people are like, you know, on sight, if I see you, it's, it's on, on. And that's what happened. But once you got an understanding of what was happening to him at it that man's house, sense. like you know, and it's it's unfortunate because foster parents are, you know, they're supposed to... To care for the child a little bit. Take care of kids who, you know, their parents can't take care of them for whatever reason. So it was, um, it was good to see them kind of explain that and come full circle from the beginning of the movie to now three. And, and from let, the first Creed to, to now Creed three. And let me just say that I know you didn't like Damien. Um, I'm going to be honest. You did a good job being unlikable. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. When it comes to Adonis, I actually did not care. Even up to now. I actually, to be real, I didn't care that much for Adonis. He, to me, was like was like Vegeta. He was like, I get you. I don't like you, but I tolerate you. Kind of. <laughs> but after seeing what happened to him and everything that brought him to this moment, I actually, sense. like, okay, I ease This back. was somebody like, who right. overcame a lot of trauma. Right. And so even it, for, for it Damien, me to like, him like a lot more. you know, towards the, at the end, I did, you know, my heartstrings went out to him um, because, like I said, he's he was an example of what happens when Product you don't really get environment. to yeah. to deal with those things um, that happen to you. But do you think there'll be a Creed 4? 
uh, I'm thinking there's gonna be a timeline skip if there is, and his daughters for you sure. Think the daughters gonna, gonna be like a junior welterweight type thing because she uh for those of you who don't she throws hands. In yeah, she, does. she had a nice little right hook too. Yeah, proudest <laughs> proudest moment ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just seeing them kind of navigate that the parenting um aspect of it with the child that is deaf mm-hmm. and um the actress is actually deaf oh. and they all learned sign language to communicate with her when the cameras weren't rolling so when they were doing um the sign language in the movie it was coming from a real place they actually learned how to do it wow um so her di- her and his dynamic was interesting. I kind of saw it coming because in when she was born and they went to the to the boxing gym and remember she was crying and he was like, I don't know how to get her to stop and then he just started working out, started hitting the punching bag and she stopped crying. So I was anticipating like, okay, she's probably going to be the next mm-hmm. generation. She's going to have an interest in this. And then they show her kind of secretly watching all of his all YouTube of his videos fights. of all his all previous his fights. fights, and that's how she took out the bully. And so I knew, I knew she had some skills because she bought her hands up. You know, you protect your face, well, and then she up. took that bully she, out. She slipped left. Um. So yeah, just them as parents trying to navigate all of that. It was interesting, um, especially because as a boxer, how do you tell your kid not to, not to hit not another to hit kid? <laughs> When you're in the ring, someone you are defending yourself. You can't right, tell them not right, to. exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, just trying to navigate that was interesting. But I think the dynamic and showing that was was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. What would you think of his first movie that he directed? How how do you think he did? Uh just because it's his first movie, I can't be like, yeah, he's ready. Right. I can't. Is your first And I, I think for me, it was like, I wanted to see more of his own personal style. And there was a lot of Ryan Coogler up well, let's, like let's, It we, gave let's, me a lot of Black Panther Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Particularly with the fight scenes. The fight scene, the final fight scene between him and Damien, where oh, it was just the two of them in wait, the ring. Wait, wait, wait. Will, I will say this, though. Not to cut you off, but hold on. A lot of his style did shine through in the fight scenes. Because remember, Michael B. Jordan is a huge anime fan. Okay. And it okay. was a lot of yin and yang and like metaphors. Metaphors and a lot of like when they hit each other. Uh-huh. That was definitely I think that actually was ripped from Dragon Ball Z. So it was a lot of <laughs> No, it was. If I think if you look back it was a lot that was ripped from Naruto. You know, like I said DBZ and I think it was another one called Ippo. Where yeah, Damien's um a lot of his movements was from this uh anime boxing cartoon. Okay. So I saw a lot of that. So I got to give him with that. He really brought more of a cartoonist feel like when the crowd disappeared. Yeah. And it was just Which that fighting. part of it was very Ryan Coogler. It me. was. And the angles and the dramatic music mm-hmm. and all of that. It felt like I was in the ancestral mm-hmm. plane. I'm but I, I would say when it came <laughs> when it came to the fighting, though, that was really all Michael B. Jordan. Like the fighting. Yeah. Aspect was I mean, definitely... the fighting angles were incredible. I'm not going to hate on mm-hmm. that. And just even like his fight vision that he had and how he would calculate like that strip where straight to from hit the car- them. That like that opening scene was incredible. Yeah. I was just like, why is he just letting this guy pummel him? And then it's like slow motion. Boom. He's seeing an open he's spot there. And I'm like, what is he? What is he looking at? What does what is he, he see? What does about? he see that I don't yeah, see? Yeah, and, then- and then he took boy out and he was asleep. Mm-hmm. Amen was whew. All right, another get that boy a pillow. another fun fact: the the gut punch 
where Damien hit him and he knocked oh, him yeah, out. Yeah. That was, I think it was from when Vegeta hit Goku. And I, <laughs> no, I'm so serious. Like if you, I, I got, I got little uh, fun facts for days on this movie. Cause like I said, he's a big fan. I'm a huge fan of anime too. So yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the fights. So yeah, first the fights. Michael B. Jordan. The direction style some had a lot of, scenes, of some of the scenes and more dramatic things. Yeah. Definitely yeah, more cool. But like I said, for his first movie, I can't be like, yeah, he's ready to take the reins on something else. I do want to see more. Is he winning best director? Probably um, not. Probably not. Not on this first one. A nod but, would be cool, but I don't think he's gonna get it. I do want to yeah, see a more. Nod, a nod would that. be cool because it's it's the first movie like this um, in a long time, really. Mm-hmm. So a nod would be good. Um, Especially because you want to keep people encouraged. Oh, definitely. And he did a good. He yeah. did a good job. He definitely did I'm, a good I'm job. Curious. He has. All right. He has. At first, he has my. He had my interest. Now he has my curiosity. Now I'm curious. Like I yeah. want to see. Yeah, like, I like to see another movie got? just to see. Maybe see a different style. Not yet. Yeah, not another fighting thing. Let's yeah, see what not else, another what fight movie got? or action movie, but maybe like a drama or a something. Or something like that. Um, no, not a comedy. No. I think you gotta be a special director the, to pull off comedy. comedy. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I think he could do it though. He was in um, what was that movie? I mean, he can direct a comedy, even though he's he's not the funniest person. I would say he does well in dramas. He does. He does very well. Cause he I was in an awkward moment, and I mean, yeah, it was cool. But, but it wasn't like it wasn't like. I don't know if he was like the funniest thing I saw in the movie. Mm. But that doesn't mean he doesn't know what funny looks like. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he could do a comedy or a drama or a fantasy movie. Just something that's, or sci-fi. Honestly, Ooh, since I he's so, he do a good sci-fi I think so, movie. especially since he's so into, like, that type of stuff, I yeah. think he should. Like, maybe he should try his hand at something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so final thoughts, Jay. What 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 are we saying about this one? Did we uh, love it? Did we hate it? I know I I know I didn't forgot some stuff, and I know there's some things I'm gonna think about later on. Like, oh, I forgot to say this, 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 and this. But overall, yeah, I'm thoroughly impressed. Was it as good? I might be a Rocky fanboy for saying this. Was it as good as some of the previous Rockies? No, I'm just being honest. No, if you're a Rocky fanboy, you're not gonna be like, uh. yeah. But I'm gonna say it like I'm gonna say it like this though. As as far as it's standing alone in its own universe, since yes. we have now we have three movies, so Creed now stands alone in his own thing. It's his own thing. It's his own thing, and I'm impressed of of it just being its own thing. So if I had to give it a rating, I love this movie. Okay, you. Love I it. absolutely love so Creed how many, three. How many hearts you giving it? Four solid hearts out of Four five. Four hearts, okay. That's Fourth, the only that's reason good. I didn't give it... Um, five hearts? Five gold... Well, I'm sorry. Four golden hearts out of five. Yeah. The main reason why I didn't give it five golden hearts is because it was very reminiscent of Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Yeah. It was... It was, it was to me... Uh, to me. Uh, you know me... It followed. It followed right. the, you, the dramatics. You know how I do a review and form, please formulate your own opinions. But to me, it did follow a lot of Rocky Three, which is why I'm like, I couldn't give it. But for it standing alone and the fact that everybody in this movie, I'm a huge fan of and they're awesome. Tessa Thompson, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors. Who else was in it? it was, but even um uh, Wood Harris. 
who was the coach, oh, yeah, was in it. Yeah. All everybody in this movie, I'm a huge fan of Felicia Rashad, I'm a huge fan of all these people. You know, awesome. Wood Harris brought me back around, so you, did? you know what? For, for that purpose, <laughs> well, you go ahead. I already gave my for that purpose. You go ahead. I will go ahead. also give it four hearts because mm-hmm. the first two Wait, movies, go, golden or just solid, hearts? just four solid hearts. I'm okay. not gonna give it golden hearts okay. because, okay. Right. Like, like you said, the point of it, um, yes, it came out of Rocky's shadow and established itself mm-hmm. as its own thing. Um, it's still, it, it just didn't win me over all the it, way. It, it didn't shine it didn't all win the way. It me through. over all the way. Cause it was a little bit predictable, you know? So, uh, and I think that's what I liked about the Rocky movie so much is that Rocky wasn't always the champion. <laughs> oh yeah. Adonis you know, is were, undefeated. Yeah. There were times where Rocky, like he sucked, you know, and he was, he was he the lost, underdog. He lost, who did he lose to? He lost. He, he lost to um, Apollo. Was it twice? A couple times. So Rocky, Rocky twice, so has been the underdog for most of his movies. People underestimated him and didn't mm-hmm. really think that he was... First of all, they didn't think he was capable in the ring. And then he didn't think he was capable outside, outside of the, the ring. ring so. so he was, you know, the underdog you love to root for. And... Adonis is the superstar. He was borderline you know? superhuman. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much he's pretty much his dad. So mm-hmm. I guess like in that instance it lines up. But for me, when it comes to fight movies or any movies like this, really, I, I like to root for the underdog. And um, in this case, they try to paint him as the underdog, but he's not. He's the champ. Period. So. <laughs> So, um, four hearts for that, and like I said, um, his trainer definitely won me over in this one. Normally, he says dumb things that I disagree with Bruh, you that make you character. underestimate your opponent, but he did he did well um, in this movie. I mean, his acting was on par because, again, I say if an actor can make me dislike them in a movie to where like I low-key dislike them in real life, then mm-hmm. you're doing your thing, so... Shout outs to you. You're doing your thing. You want me over in this third movie. So, um, yeah, I give it four hearts. I loved it. Love? I okay. Loved it. This is, this is our, is our first, first love? First love of the year. Hey. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. It was good. I, I recommend it. Definitely. Um, I will be getting the, the Blu-ray, DVD, all of that. I'll be getting yeah. it for sure. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be re-watching that, that to for the sure. Collection. So, real quick, Rotten Tomatoes um, okay. rating. The critics gave it 88%. So, okay. that's right. You know, that's right up there. And the audiences gave it 96%. Right. So, I, I would say everybody loved everybody, it, too. Yeah. Everybody loved We're it, We're all too. on the same page with this one. We're on the all same right. page. So, anything else, Jay? Well, I was going to ask you. You were real adamant about this white tracksuit. Would you like to say say some words on it before we... Oh no no! That's where that's where the behind the scene footage comes in. So you need to run to Instagram and find our reel on our first impression of this movie. Um, yeah, and make sure you check out that white tracksuit at the yeah, end. I went for it for the plot. Sherry did. Too. I went to it for Michael B. Jordan. And I if you're listening, I love you. All right, that concludes this episode. Thanks for uh, kicking it with us again. This has been another episode of Love Hate Movie Reviews. We love y'all. All right. Join us next time to hear what movies we love or hate. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Love Hate Movie Reviews and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening.